0: This is episode eight, and today I'm talking with Elim Dawar, who's the CEO and chairman at Medbox. Welcome to the Leadership Activators podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. If we haven't met yet, my name is Carol Issa. I'm a former sound engineer turned professional coach for leaders and entrepreneurs. I truly believe that it's so important to surround yourself with resourceful minds and it takes just one idea to create massive change in your life. With each episode, I bring you a special guest or message to help you enable the leader in you and live life on your terms. I trust you'll enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being you. Thank you so much, Eddie, for joining me today in this conversation.
1: My pleasure, Carol. Thank you.
0: What I love about your journey is that you started your business at a very challenging time in your life and there were red signals everywhere. Yet you took that leap of faith and you made it happen. Can you tell us more about what was going on back then?
1: Well, actually, yes, red signals were everywhere around me. So uh, I left my job at, uh, at that time. I was waiting for my newborn, who is technically three years old uh, today, same age as uh, as Medbox. And definitely at that time, So whoever you ask around you, the very small circle uh, uh, around you will will tell you, you know what, go and uh, find a job with, uh, with a salary, knowing yourself that you'll be able to pay your bills at the end of the month. And why do you want to bother yourself or to challenge yourself with, uh, with launching something new, which will maybe will take two years, three years? So with all this, we, I had technically the, the, this feeling that I want to do something. I should do something, actually, on my own. And, uh, you know, this, this gut feeling inside you will always tell you, go and do it, go and do it. So it it was now or never for me.
0: Beautiful. I love that story. It's interesting, despite all the fear and the different triggers that were challenging you all the time, you were like, you know what, I'm going to trust myself, I'm going to raise that confidence level, I'm going to go for it, which is amazing. And uh, for the people who don't know what Medbox is, so what is that business all about and what is the problem that you solve?
1: Yes, Medbox actually is, uh, is a medical equipment company we are technically the leading company today in lebanon in emergency first aid life saving diagnostic and uh, cardiology equipment so what we do is we develop the business for uh, uh, suppliers for international suppliers who wants actually to penetrate the, the the market across the region so we do their their business development we can be their hub their subsidiary in uh, in uh, in the region and we channel their product portfolio or their products via the right distributors in every and each country so that they reach uh, end users so whether these are hospitals public or uh, or uh, or uh, doctors and so on and uh, the other part which is also the very beautiful part where we're stressing on right now is uh, acting as uh, distributors for, uh, for suppliers, for leading international suppliers. So we use our expertise and our know-how to promote and sell their products as direct distributors.
0: What is your relationship with time?
1: Wow, time is time. The, the clock is ticking, so you technically have 24 hours a day. So we have to make uh, use of them. Not just for for work. The colleagues or or the team, they are not bounded by a schedule. So you have to be here at eight and you have to leave at five, but they can be free. They can work at uh, uh, ten o'clock. They can work from their home. They can work from 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 a coffee shop. So this is where there will be there will be a, a result driven, I would say. So they can use their time as they want to use it
0: so it's about really teaching the team the responsibility of their freedom exactly one of the key drivers in successful business is the sales approach and we had many conversations around that previously on the way you specifically approach sales and i love the way you look at the potential customer or client because you don't look at them as someone who's going to buy right away necessarily and it's like you have a spectrum when you are talking to a client and you adapt the way you sell to them based on that. So can you walk us through your thinking around sales and how you, you made it successful in your business?
1: Yes, definitely. Sales actually is uh, is a tricky game. So uh, you have to know how and to whom you sell, although our client base is public. Yes, we're selling medical and emergency equipment, but our horses are public access uh, uh, medical equipment, so technically I don't want to call them clients. So uh, they become friends quickly. Whoever we meet, I can say he he will become between brackets a friend. Mm-hmm. The sales route or 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 chemin. You have the client who is already dealing with your. Uh, with your competitor and he's happy with their services, with their product. You have the client that he will take a lot of time to decide whether he wants to buy or no, And you have the client who will do his research and you have the client that you just, he just wants to buy. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the tricky one is the one who is, who is already dealing or buying with your compa- from your competitors and, and he is happy. So, and here is where you, you have to, to work a lot, knowing that you want to work for a one year or two years to, to get the result. It's not so shifting, a day. exactly. It's not shifting from one day to, to the other. If he is happy, mm-hmm. if he's not happy, he will definitely shift. But mm-hmm. if he is happy, so it's a cumulative process of, uh, of things and, and services. And knowing that the fruit is... Will will come up in a, in a year or in a year, uh, and so so. This is where you have uh, to put your uh, your efforts. I would say, very gently, very smoothly. Uh, let them see the differences. What differentiate you as a as a company, as a person, as a team, as a service, as a product from your competitor, and people will see. Uh, uh, what you are doing, how you are doing it, and what the message behind it. So, this is uh, key, I guess.
0: So, wh- when you look at a client, so you're about to walk into a sales conversation, uh, wh- what is the thinking process behind it before walking into this conversation?
1: I definitely have, whenever I go to a client, I def- definitely know who is my client and uh, as an entity and as a person i am the person i am uh, i am meeting with uh, how do i want to create the 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 sales call as a, as a as a potential who is my audience am i talking to uh, a doctor am i talking to uh, to a surgeon am i talking to an engineer am i talking to a university professor so it depends so just to know how to approach uh, this person so you want to approach him technically you want to approach him scientifically and so on
0: so you need to back yourself up with different pitches depending on who you're talking to 100%
1: the 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 whole thing is the same but how you you go through so definitely you want to talk about the pro- about the product you want to talk about the company so you talk about all these things always but the the how you place them in your conversation will will make the difference
0: so the order of the different elements yes. is going to create a different result yes so can you give us an example for example if you're walking uh, into um like an environment that has a medical background let's say yes. a doctor yes. as opposed to a school so you're talking to a school principal mm-hmm. what would change in your sales pitch
1: when you're talking with a doctor for example you don't have to explain the differences between a heart attack and a sudden cardiac arrest, and what will happen after five minutes and after six minutes, and what you will lose every minute. So you just go and talk how good your product is and what are the differences with the product, for example, he is using. So when you go to a school principal, he wants to feel how safe his school will be or how safe the children or the students will be at at the school. When you go to the engineer, for example, you will start by telling him about the warranties, how your product is, uh, sturdy. is uh, sturdy, your components are great, uh, the approval, the certificates that you have, and so on. So, But you will also tell him that it will save lives, it will do this, and it will do that. So the order of things will, will definitely change. The message is the same, but how you carry and you transfer the message, because we're transferring a message, but the importance is to know how and to who.
0: A lot of people decide to take the leap leaving their 9-to-5 and jump into starting a business. And it's, uh, I, I always tell them that it's important to have a look at what are the skills that you have, that you have learned on the job while being in your 9-to-5 and what you can do with that. So, what is it that you can tell us about your journey in your 9-to-5 jobs uh, that you brought into medbox, and how is it that you've created that trust in yourself that you're ready to launch by yourself and drive your own business?
1: Well, what uh, what I acquired from previous experiences is uh, is very, very big, and this is what I carry in me, and uh, we learned many things from different people from different personalities, whether they were peers, managers, directors, uh, 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 clients. So the good thing is to, to to learn from others and just make a, a melange, uh, a blend, a mix. Yes, yeah. a, a mix from these things that you learn and just put it in yourself and know what to use and where. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is very important. So I'll give you an example. Previously, we, I had a, a, a super flexible person in in, in a previous in one of my previous works and a super picky person. I have both. I can be both. So the thing is to know what to use and, uh, and where.
0: So you know when to switch into the black and white world and when to switch into the grey world. Yes,
1: and when to go... You have to go just deep in details, details. Mm. and when you have just to flow on, on the surface and, and, that things, uh, and that things go. And this is what helps you whenever you want to make uh, a decision. If you go always deep in your analysis, sometimes and, or most of the time, the answer will, will be no. Mm. And, and it's a decision to take if you want to go deep or if you want to stay on the surface. So, and this is very tricky actually in the world of, uh, of business.
0: I love the fact that you're able to switch between big picture and detail when needed. So what is a scenario that you can share with us where you start with the big picture because this is what you needed to do or when is it that you chose that you had to go into details because this is how the decision needed to be made?
1: When we started the business with the AEDs and the anti-choking devices and others, these are small small revenue equipment and how much you want to sell in a year mm-hmm. 10 20 25 so on papers mm-hmm. and on surveys. Mm-hmm. technically we when we started the business and when we start doing things on the ground we changed the people or the community's mindset and now as i told you before aed is a, aed is a mandatory equipment to have in in public places and in various other places. And we sold, t- until today, 150 units. I'm talking just about the AEDs, without the trainings, without the, the whole thing that uh, that is around it. So we created a concept, we created a market, and the result turned out to be other than the paper's uh, result.
0: So the papers were telling you that there was no market, or the market or wasn't very big enough. Small market. Yeah, exactly. And then you are like, you know what? We're going to create that market, exactly. and this is what you did, and this exactly. is how you led it.
1: And deep down in me, I knew that there was a huge market for this, mm. and it showed that there is a huge market. We just exploited a very small part of it.
0: Beautiful. This is amazing results, creating your own opportunity and grabbing it.
1: This is the point, uh, Carol. Whoever decides to do something and if he is willing to, to create a market, this is my point of view, for any type of products, whether existing or, or not existing, he will be able to create this market. There, there are challenges, there are difficulties, there will be uh, obstacles and much more. But if we have the will... And if we have the, the courage, and if we have the, the, the perseverance, and the commitment, and the discipline, we definitely play, but you play uh, 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 in a disciplined way. So if all these are, are there, the person or the entrepreneur will definitely succeed.
0: One of the key aspects of succeeding is setting goals. Yes. What is your approach around goal setting? So how is it that you set your goals?
1: I aim very high, Carol, always. So uh, I can say I, I, I stretch myself. I'll give you an example. If I said this year we're going to sell 500 AEDs or or 500 choking devices, and, you know, the team turns out, how will you do it? So, and we have... To make the how so as we did so at the beginning the question was are you able to sell twenty yes we sold hundred and fifty
0: but from twenty you went yes, all the way to hundred and fifty exactly yeah
1: so five hundred I can say is a very small number for for aed's uh, knowing that we worked on uh, uh, the the legislative. Uh, 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 part of it and now it is, it is there. So now the, 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 the goal will be thousand maybe. So we're just finalizing for, for next year. And yes, we overstretch our, our self. We're gonna seek the how, how are we going to do it? And uh, the right route or the right way in, in doing this, knowing that we have the, the best product existing in the market, Knowing that we have uh, a great uh, services to, to to our clients, and knowing that the the human resources that that we carry in in Medbox, uh, the team is is also at a at a very high level of uh, I don't want to say of knowledge, but of uh, of thinking, due to the management style we have in the company. This is the, the, the first side of, uh, of setting goals in terms of uh, forecast and, uh, and uh, money and business. The other type is, uh, or the other side of, of goals that, that we have, I would say, is the, the, the number of lives saved. And until today, we proudly saved uh, three lives. Uh, one of them is at uh, was at the American University of Beirut at their Holster Center. This is their gym, and we saved uh, a life on December 18, last last December. It's really something super beautiful, super rewarding, and we're really super thankful about it. So this is the other side of uh, of goals or of measuring if we are doing good or no.
0: You touched on uh, your managerial or management style. earlier on and you said that this is what's actually propelling the business forward how you describe that managerial style
1: well actually it's uh i'm not sure if it's a special style or 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 common style but i feel that colleagues need to be at ease they need to be tranquil they need to do what they want to do so uh, and they feel that the the company is they are owners at the company so this is this is my goal for them so they participate in everything they give their opinion in everything they say we want to do this and we and from me i can let them try doing things because we might have results so if We go my way or the highway, as we say, it's only my way, so I can work alone. So uh, they feel they are involved in everything, in any decision, whenever we want to hire someone, whenever we want to uh, uh, place our forecast, whenever we want to... uh, I'll give you an example. Whenever I prepare a presentation, for example, I let the whole team give their opinion, and we always change things. And this is everybody's uh, role right now, and everybody's, I want to say, they, they do the same, actually. So if someone prepares a presentation, all of us, we, we, we see it, so...
0: It's very feedback-driven.
1: Exactly, and we can go during the day just uh, uh, play, we can go grab a coffee, we can, we can uh, play billiardo, we can play baby food, we can play darts, so it's not that we're all the time working and all the time we have our laptops and uh, sending emails and doing phone calls. So, as I mentioned also before, we're controlling our time. We're making use of, uh, of our time and we're just having fun. We're, we're working, yes, this is a job, yes, but we are playing as well, playing also between brackets. And this is, this is Carol, I can tell you, this is key. Really, this is key. Having fun at work is uh, key.
0: If you're enjoying this conversation and would like to listen to the other episodes on this podcast, visit com slash podcast or search for the Leadership Activators podcast in your favorite podcast app. So if, in, if you were to really remember the early days in your journey, yes. definitely you had a lot of challenges that you needed to overcome. Uh, what were or what was the challenge uh, that was really difficult to overcome and how did you overcome it?
1: Challenges, Carol are, uh, are always present uh, at the beginning in the middle and the end so if there is no challenges you will not enjoy actually the what I call it the game, the game. so uh, uh, really you will not enjoy it but in terms of let's say launching your business or launching your company, you will reach somewhere in, in in the beginning of your of your journey, maybe in the in a year or uh, before that. So you will feel that you have lots of challenges on your shoulders, and you will feel that you want to quit or you want to you want to to, to surrender. So technically, this is I call I call it uh, a the the stop or go point. So it's a it's a phase actually it's not a point uh, it's a phase which can be a month two months couple of months or even a year let's say so that during which you have either to stop and this is where uh, startups uh, or any other companies stops here and they say you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna stop here and go find a job or you can just Go through this beautiful phase, I will call it. Uh, At the time, at the time back, so it is. It it was not beautiful. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Back at the time, so it was. It was. uh, It was pretty ugly. Today, if I can, if I want to think about it, looking back, it's one of the most beautiful uh, phases we, we we went through. So this is where this is where you have to to just go and uh, commit, and persevere, let's say, and, uh, and move on. So, so in a way, you have,
0: to have a lot of, uh, you have to have a lot of uh, ammunition or to be ready to swim under the water for a long yes. time. Yes, ammunition,
1: strength, uh, uh, believing in what you are doing. This is the most important thing. Uh, passionate about what you are doing and knowing that you are going somewhere. So it's not the thing that I am working to make money. This is definitely a part of it. So knowing that you are going somewhere, starting with something small and going extremely big in, in the future.
0: Uh, you just mentioned money. And yes. uh, this is uh, the big, uh, the holy grail for uh, <laughs> most uh, entrepreneurs who get excited about the journey of wanting to be an entrepreneur. So what is money for you? If I were to say money is, how would you complete this sentence?
1: I, I will tell you two things. At the beginning, money can be a goal or an objective. Once you, you start the, the journey, it will become a tool. Mm. A tool to, uh, to grow your business, a tool to live definitely a, a, a better life a tool for helping people let's say a tool for uh, doing maybe good things for uh, for your community or for your family or for your uh, uh, region or I don't know so it's definitely a tool and not a goal anymore
0: and what about leadership what is leadership for you
1: leadership is being an example for uh, for others and make pe- people around you also succeed. So this is uh, this is leadership for me.
0: Something crazy you did, a crazy decision that you made early on in your journey, something that not a lot of people know about.
1: Okay, <laughs> so I have something, I guess it is uh, really crazy. So uh, when I was just about to launch uh, Medbox at that time, there was... Medbox, the the papers of Medbox were under preparation, actually. I received, uh, I had a call from a job recruitment agency, a well-known one, and I got a really hilarious job offer. really hilarious one, and... To be be true? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And uh, I simply said, no, I don't know why. I don't know how, but I, at that time I, I said no.
0: I know that there is a different way of thinking when launching a business as opposed to when scaling it. And some people get bugged down like they don't realize this very important distinction. So what is it that you were thinking about when you launched your business to make sure that it was a successful launch? And then after that, when you looked at scaling it, how, is your fo- how did your focus switch back then? Yes.
1: Well, actually, you, you have, at the beginning, you have to spread. You have to spread yourself, you have you have to spread the name, uh, let people know that there is something called your company, in our case, is uh, is Metbox, mm-hmm. and you have to to, to get anything to, to start working. So you just have to work, do your phone calls. In our case, let's say, when we started with the AED, and I'll, I'll tell you the, the, the turning point, Uh, not the turning point where we were and where we are today actually where we stand today so technically uh, what happened in the beginning we were doing let's say 100 or 200 phone calls per day let's say in order to take meetings to go and present our product at that time now we're talking now we're not talking anymore about a product at Medbox we can talk about a solution, a, a holistic solution, mm-hmm. an emergency and life-saving solution. So technically at that time, we were just doing phone calls, go and presenting, knowing that we might sell, we might uh, not, so and so on. So today I can say we are receiving 100 calls or 200 calls per day.
0: Like you planted the seeds and now exactly, you're them.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly. So what we did is, we, we created this awareness, we created the ground, we created the market. We, I can proudly say we created this, uh, this market, the emergency market, and now it's, it's growing and it's moving. It's, uh, and we created actually for us and uh, by default for the competitors who are technically coming and joining the, the game. It's, it's really a game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. So, so so when you launched, you were actually focusing on marketing, getting the message out there 100%. And at the same time selling. So, th- those those were the main focus points for you. Yes. And at the same time educating the market because the market wasn't aware, right?
1: Exactly. So, the selling part is good so that you sustain and you and you continue definitely and creating the market, creating this awareness was uh, uh, something i guess addictive so unless you are passionate about it and i can say i i really love and i'm passionate about what i'm doing and what we achieved until until today is uh, is big
0: so your passion is your fuel to keep moving forward no matter 100%, what 100% yeah. 100% what did you discover about yourself when running and launching medbox
1: I discovered that you can be an accountant. You can be... You have to be, actually, an accountant. You have to It's be like you don't have the choice. <laughs> y- yes, exactly. You have to be a designer. You have to be a lawyer. You have to uh, be someone who knows social media. You have to be uh, a salesperson. You have to be a trainer, a first-aid trainer. So. Like a team. <laughs> exactly. You have to be a team or the team. Yeah. But although you have... All these—you have your lawyer, you have your uh, uh, accountant, you have your auditor. You have to know. So, these are things that you have to uh, to know how to read an agreement between companies, to know how to read uh, uh, a journal. I mean, I'm talking about the the, the accounting, the, the journal. So, uh, <laughs> uh, that's it. So. You have to boost yourself in in, in, others, in other fields so that you understand technically what's, uh, what's happening. Job. And you have to run the company after all. And mm-hmm. you have to know these things. So yes. being
0: responsible. Exactly. Yeah, knowing exactly. how to communicate with the different team members and sometimes yourself digging deeper so that you can tell others where they need to look. 100%. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's, it's very important as well, I think, to know how to manage your strengths and your gaps once you discover them. Uh, to be successful in a business. So what is your approach around leveraging your strengths and how do you work on your gaps?
1: Well, actually, I I treat them both the same. The, the, the strength that I have, I still I work on them always. So is for for the gaps. So, because if you stop, even if it's a strength, you, you stop. And things around you are uh, in, in permanent evolution, so you have also to be... Uh, In evolution with them, whether the market, whether the technology, whether new things. So, you have to be evolving all the time with everything around you. So, you have to learn always for me.
0: So, it's an ongoing learning.
1: 100%, exactly.
0: Talking about learning, um, what, like, if if you're thinking about mentors, a lot of entrepreneurs, when they start their journey, they hear that they need to find mentors to guide them, to help them uh, move through the, the journey. So where is it that you find, found your mentors and how did they impact you?
1: Well, oh, m- mentors actually are, are not only uh, people or, or, or persons. Mm-hmm. A situation can be your mentor, a kid can be your mentor, uh, 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 anyone or anything that is happening around you can be your, uh, your mentor. The important thing is to learn from everything happening around you. So now I'm learning from you the interviewing skills, for example.
0: (laughs) As you speak. (laughs) Exactly. So
1: uh, it's important really to to learn from anything uh, around you that can teach you a new thing or a new behavioral thing, let's say, or uh, uh, being calm or being... uh, uh, sharp, let's say, or being quick, or so you can learn from from any situation and every situation.
0: So it's like being on ongoing learning mode. Yes, it, I remember once we had a conversation and you told me how your son is actually your greatest teacher.
1: Yes, you know, children they just say uh, how they feel and uh, and what they feel. So for me, it's something uh, it's something beautiful. And uh, they know they say yes and they say no. And this is something very important. It's, it's good to say yes, but it's important also to, to, to say no. So uh, this is something I, 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 I don't want to say learn from him, but uh, expanded it with, uh, with him saying no. Yes, yes.
0: like uh, setting the boundaries. Yes, exactly. Talking about saying no and setting boundaries, one of the greatest challenges of early stage business owners is decision making. And I remember one of the greatest mentors I had used to tell me the quality of your life is going to be based on the quality of the decisions that you make over and over again. And I think that in business it's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. It's uh, the success or failure of the business is based on the quality of the decisions that you make. So, what is your approach around decision making?
1: Well, I have, I would say, two approaches or or more. I will I will limit myself to two. So, sometimes I just take the decision based on a on a inner feeling or or gut feeling. With, I don't want to say without calculating things, but with minimally uh, calculating things. Because if we want to calculate everything, so we'll do nothing. Mm. So uh, gut feeling is uh, super important for me. So seeing or projecting yourself also is uh, uh, super uh, important. The other thing is when you have people around you, so and you can ask in order to take a decision. Sometimes I, I definitely ask people around me about a decision that I'm going to take, and I weigh their, their opinions, definitely, and I weigh uh, each and every opinion. And above that, I might go with my decision, which can be the, totally the opposite, and I might take any of them decision, or just bundle some, uh, some thoughts and take also a third decision. So you, you have to know how and what uh, uh, to decide, how to decide actually, depending on the situation itself. So uh, this, is, this, this is something inside each and every one of us.
0: So mainly the way you make your decisions is either you take the call yourself if you know exactly where you're headed, or if you want to gather some information around, you have a look at the people, what they're going to tell you to brainstorm like an induction thinking. And then you create your own decision, make your own decision. And sometimes i will be completely against what they said. Is that right? Like...
1: Yes, yes. So sometimes you have... Not sometimes. At the end, you have to take the decision, and you have to be responsible for the decisions you are uh, uh, taking, because every and each decision will take you to 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 a place to a destination
0: and affect everyone else in the exactly team as well as the exactly.
1: Business. So and definitely, you have to make the 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 decision that you think is is right mm-hmm. after taking the opinions of uh, of your team and of. Everyone uh, around you So that's it
0: to have your own back and move forward. with yes. it. Yes. Yes Obviously based on what you shared with me challenge has been a big part of your success and driving yes. you forward in your business and life So I'm wondering what could be a 30-day challenge that you can throw to our community members That will create a big change in their life.
1: Okay So uh, one thing that affected me, actually, on emotionally, physically, and mentally, is rising up at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, very early, and uh, jogging or walking at, uh, at 6 o'clock or at 5.30 for one hour. So this would be a challenge for, for, uh, for the community. So try to rise up very early, uh, try to walk or to jog for, for one hour and let me know what will happen.
0: Great. Beautiful. Thank you so much Eddie, Thank for you your time of. today. Thank
1: you very much. It was uh, really a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Carol Isa, and you've been listening to the Leadership Activators podcast. And if you're loving listening to this podcast, I'd love for you to write a review and leave a comment on what you've been learning and enjoying the most. I'm looking forward to being with you again very soon in the next episode.